Hey guys, spoilers ahead. I'm Laura. And I'm Wes. And this is Breakdown from the Couch. This is the podcast where we watch movies that are available on streaming services and then try to break them down for you scene by scene. Yep. You can check us out on social media. Just search for Breakdown from the Couch on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also check us out on ageofradio.org. You can find our episodes there as well as shop our sponsors. Uh, Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, We're available wherever you get your podcasts. Feel free to give us a review and message us with any movie suggestions you might have. Yeah. So we are back. Yes, we are. (laughs) Finally. It's all right, though. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) been a while. We are going to try to be a lot better about recording. Yeah. Um, well, there, you know, it's, it, it's, it's been, there've been a few things going on and stuff here and right. there that have made it kind of difficult to, yeah. I mean, it's 2020, so it's been a rough year. <laughs> right? Godzilla was in our backyard yesterday, by the way. Seriously. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, for this month, we are going to be doing, uh, movies that are based on Stephen King stories. Yep. So I'm pretty excited. Oh yeah. It's going to be fun. So we're going to kick it off with the original Carrie um so if you've got the synopsis for that yep so i get this from uh, internet movie database as per usual i think at this point i just don't even have to <laughs> put that out there i think it's pretty much uh, a given now right so uh the synopsis says carrie white a shy friendless teenage girl who is sheltered by her domineering religious mother unleashes her telling telekinetic powers after being humiliated by her classmates at her senior prom yep that's uh that's literally it in a nutshell well it's been fun bye guys no <laughs> yep. just kidding <laughs> the end and scene yeah really no so for the opening scene we open up on a bunch of girls in a pe class that are outside playing volleyball yeah and they're playing and at one point you know it's supposed to be for the game point and one of them is like, hit it to Carrie. She'll miss it. And sure enough, <laughs> Carrie misses it. And out of nowhere, all these girls are just like, aw. And like, they're kind of shoving into her and telling her how much she sucks. And one of the girls hit, you know, is like, you eat shit. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's a freaking PE volleyball game. This right. isn't like even just like a regular team volleyball, you know, type of game. Exactly. It's like, it's PE class. Calm down. Exactly. It's not like it's for a championship, a Ex- school title or something. Exactly. Also, like, I love how... In the 70s and probably, I think, 80s, too. But these old school movies, I love how chaotic these, like, group scenes are. Right. Where there's a bunch of people around. It's like they go into the recording studio and they just get, like, eight or ten people. And they're like, mm-hmm. okay, I want all of you to just say random stuff <laughs> all at once. And we're going to use that and dub it over this scene so it just sounds like there's a bunch of people right. having fun. Right. And, in fact, it just sounds like mass chaos. Like, what is being I know. said here? Exactly. It's very confusing. Yeah. And so after, after that scene where they're, you know, putting Carrie down and stuff, we get this... Very weird. It's to me, this scene has always been really weird. Yeah, and I've never seen this before. I've so, seen the movie, but not this part of it before. Yeah, so they show everybody in the locker room. You see a bunch of naked, you know, girls running right. around. There's 70s bush, y'all. <laughs> Full on 70s bush. <laughs> yes. They're running around. It's it's slow motion. You've got slow music in the background. Yes, it's very, um, uh, 
I will say, Weird. I will say this never happened in my high school uh, <laughs> locker experience. I would think it would never happen in any high school locker room. I mean, pretty much you're just there to hurry up, get dressed and get out. Exactly. We're not, you know, there was no frolicking, especially naked. There was none of that. It was right? like, you just wanted to hurry up, get dressed and go. Right. Exactly. This is a time in like, so these girls are supposed to probably be like, 17, yeah. 18, or They're whatever. They're supposed to like be like that. seniors in high school, you know? pretty much. So, I mean, if it's anything like the dudes, I can imagine it's like, yeah, I don't want all these people to see me yeah. like this. I just got to hurry up and get my clothes on and get the heck out of here. Yeah. It's like, no, like a lot of these chicks are frolicking, you know, naked. Yeah, snapping each other with towels. Yeah, and again. Throwing underwear at each other and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, very strange. Yeah. Again, that would never happen, like, ever. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, you go through, we go through that and then, um, they focus in on Carrie who's <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> yes. And again, oh, it was like this Lord. weird, like sensual, like with the soap and like she's soaping herself up. So this is disturbing because again, these are <laughs> supposed to be teenage girls in right. high school. Right. Like this does not need to be... Yeah, I know. ...here at all. Who the, who the heck greenlighted this? Well... And like I was telling you, I could tell that this was written by a man and I might get a little graphic and I apologize. Right, row. I'll, I'll get the, I'll get the beat button ready. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll discuss it. Beep. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, next scene focuses on Carrie and she's showering and like I said, it's really weird and like slow motion. Yeah. Well, as she's showering... That you know, she ends up bleeding, right? From you know, right? So she's gotten her period. Well, I just want to point out I can tell this was written by a guy who has no idea how periods work because <laughs> that does not happen. <laughs> I, you know, let's just say water <laughs> is your friend when it comes to your period. <laughs> yes. I'll leave it at that. Good to know. Good to know. I'll keep that in mind. Anyway, so she starts bleeding and, you know, it gets on her hands and she starts, she freaks out and she runs towards the other girls who have gotten ready to like leave and she's like going at it, like grasping and she's, you know, crying and scared and stuff like that. And the girls keep shoving her away and at this point, they um, they start throwing like tampons and pads at her, telling her to plug it up, plug it up. And she's <laughs> she ends up in the Gosh. shower, and she's like scared and and stuff like that. And yeah, these girls are throwing these things at her, and you see uh, the gym coach, the PE coach, comes in there, and she's asking like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And she comes across Sue, who she becomes a, a more important character later. Yeah, she's asking Sue, you know, what's going on, and Sue's like, "Carrie got her period," and the, and she's like, "You know, what are you doing?" That kind of thing, and so she basically, you know, runs over to Carrie, who's right. you know, yeah, cowered in the corner, scared, and you know, she tells everybody. Well, first thing she does is she actually slaps Carrie in the face <laughs> yeah. to calm her down, yeah, I she, guess. She literally slaps, she slaps her like twice, I think. Yeah. And that's another example of something that I don't feel would actually happen. 
I don't know. It was the seventies. I, mean, I mean, you could get away with that stuff a lot easier than you can. Well, I guess so. It's like you're being hysterical. <laughs> slap, slap, yeah. slap, slap. Like, exactly. Well, I feel better now. Thank you. Yeah. For, thank you for bringing me to my senses. Right. <laughs> and this is where we see her first use of the telekinetic powers. Yes. And when be afraid. So after she gets slapped, she ends up um, breaking one of the lights overhead. Yeah. And so the, the at that point, you know, the PE teacher tells all the other girls, you know, get out of here. Yeah. That kind of thing. And she's, you know, calming Carrie down and she's like, you know, didn't you know? And, you know, Carrie is just kind of sitting there shaking, you know, scared and stuff like that. And she basically tells Carrie, she's like, here, she's like, I'm going to talk to you. And we'll find out like later on in the movie why Carrie had no idea about you know, having a period and that, you know, periods are completely normal. Yeah. That kind of thing. So we'll, we'll find out more about that later. Right. So yeah, for the next scene, we see Carrie, she's sitting outside of the principal's office and the, um, the, the gym teacher is talking to the principal. Right. Basically saying, you know, explaining like, yeah, this was her first period. Right. And, you know, she's like, I don't think she even knew what that was like 30 minutes ago, what yeah. a period was. And he was kind of like, you know, like, I don't understand like how in this day and age, you know, a, a female wouldn't know like what that is. Exactly. Especially in high school. Right. <clears throat> exactly. And she's explaining, she's like, well, she's like, it doesn't surprise me too much considering, you know, what we know about her mom. Right. And the principal's like, yeah, you know, but we can't really, you know. Exactly. Uh, you can't say, I get can't say anything or whatever, right. I guess is what he's getting to. Yeah, exactly. But they're really kind of, it's kind of opening up or, um, uh, We'll gosh. find out how crazy the mom is. Exactly. They're setting it up for that a little bit to let yeah. you know the mom is a little off. Oh, yeah. Big off time. level. Um, and so they call Carrie in there and, uh. First thing he does is he calls her Cassie. He's <laughs> yes. like, you know, I'm I'm so sorry that this happened to you, Cassie. Which I don't and, understand because the coach was in there talking to him about Carrie, and like I think she even used the la- the girl's yeah, name like a couple twice. of times, yeah. <laughs> and so you know, actually, at this point, the gym teacher says it's Carrie. Yeah. And Carrie is staring. First of all. This was the 70s, and I loved it because apparently you could smoke anywhere. So yes. the coach is lighting. She's got a cigarette in the principal's office, and she's smoking away. Oh, yeah. The principal had a pipe in his hand at one point. Yeah. He wasn't smoking it, but he had a pipe. Yeah. And so anyway, so um, at this point, she's staring at the ashtray that has a lit cigarette in it. Yeah. And he's talking to her, talking about, you know, we're all very sorry that this happened, Cassie, and... She's like, you know, they're like, it's Carrie. And um, he he's asking her, like, telling her basically, you know, like, you can go home for the rest of the day. Right. And, you know, take care of yourself. That we can kind call of thing. you a cab and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and he keeps, he calls her Carrie, Cassie. Cassie again, a couple again. of times. And, um, you know, at this point, uh, the, the PE teacher's like, you know, I think she can walk home. And she tells, she tells uh, Carrie... Um, you know, your excuse from gym for the rest of the week, just take study <laughs> hall, that kind of yeah. thing. And so, um, she's still, you, she's still staring at the, uh, the ashtray and you can see it move a little bit yeah. as she's staring at it. And then 
he ends up saying Cassie again. And <laughs> yes. she's like, it's Carrie. And then it knocks the, the tray over. Dun, dun, dun. The ashtray over. And she, you see her take off or yeah. whatever. And uh, from there, she's walking home. And there's this kid on the bike. Dude, this kid was annoying. He was. So at first you see him, he's going kind of in and out, like around like all these big trees. Yeah. Well, then he doubles back and he goes the opposite direction. Yeah. From like where Carrie's walking. Right. And he goes, creepy Carrie. And she gives this look and he falls off his bike. (laughs) So again, her telekinetic, you know, powers and stuff. So that sucker. Yeah, exactly. It was like... You deserved it. Yeah, that kid was super annoying. He was. Like, I, I figured something would happen to him, and I was like, man, I can't stand that kid. Look at him. I know, And right? you're like, just watch. Yeah, just watch. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, the, in the next scene, um, we're briefly introduced to Margaret White, who's Carrie's mom. Yeah. And she shows up at Sue Snell's house. Uh, her mother is who answers the door. Right. And this is where we find out that not only is uh, Carrie's mom like religious, she's like super religious. Yeah, she she's kind of like the annoying like, um, I'll just say it. She's like the JWs that'll yeah. come around. Like they come they come knocking on your door or whatever. And if mm-hmm. you make the mistake of either inviting them in. Or talking them to them for any length of time. Exactly. That's basically they're open. They're yep. Now they're gonna. They're not gonna let you go. It's like vampires. <laughs> like once you let them in, exactly. It's like you're stuck now. <laughs> so anyway, so sure enough, you know, uh, Sue's mom lets lets her in and stuff, and she's about to start doing her preaching. Yeah. And at this point, Sue's mom is just doing like a little small talk, like, oh, you know, I think Carrie and Sue are in some classes together, and. You know, maybe, you know, Carrie could come over sometime if she wants. Right. And Margaret kind of dismissed that. And yeah. we'll find out some more. Like She's I said, like, forget about... my daughter. I'm here for you. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, you know, the whole I'm going to save your soul type yeah. of thing. And anyway, the phone rings. And so Sue's mom, you know, answers it. And Margaret, you know, goes off into this other room or whatever. And you could actually hear Sue's mom talking to this person saying, you know, yeah, you know, Margaret White's here. She's like, just give me a minute. You know, I'll get rid of her (laughs) (laughs) pretty much. Yeah. And so anyway, she approaches Margaret and she's like, well, she's like, you know, I'd like to offer five. And then she's like, no, $10. Um, you know, I'd like to contribute or whatever. Right. And at this point, you can tell Margaret's kind of annoyed. She like takes the money, puts it in the <laughs> thing, but she's not happy about it because she <laughs> wanted to save her soul. Which is so strange. Okay, so she give she she comes back, she's like, I'd like to make a donation to the cause. Yeah. And gives her ten bucks. Right. So I guess like she can take bribes for like the I, church or whatever. Like I don't give me know. money and I'll leave you alone. I guess i mean if you're truly like if you're truly out missionarying or um missionarying i don't think that's even like <laughs> a verb or whatever yeah I don't think but that's if, a you, word. if you're truly out doing you know the lord's work if you're truly out going out there trying to witness and to save souls i don't think 10 bucks yeah. would make somebody go away that i mean well because it's like they never say like what religion or whatever she I mean, yeah, she's going, I think, door to door, 
kind of like well, that's true you know, I mean, jehovah's witnesses but she's never... probably in like one of those cult type religions that's I feel like so. disguising itself as I a christian so. religion but it's not right whenever you dive into it yeah it's i mean sort of... they never do explain yeah what religion yeah it's just it's very um it's it's very out there yeah that um, is true that kind of thing so but like I said, though, when she takes the money, she seemed annoyed about getting the money instead of being able to stay. <laughs> She's like, fine, I'll take your cash. Pretty Go. much. And so <laughs> at that point, you know, um, we we also see uh, Snoo, uh, Snoo, Sue. Eh, same difference. <laughs> right. Sue had come home or whatever from school. And uh, at that point, um, Mrs. Snell uh which is like a stupid last name um she's she's you know telling margaret goodbye or whatever and margaret turns around she's like i pray you find jesus yeah she like gets her last word in and and runs off yeah one thing i would like to when the scene opens yeah mrs snell is sitting on a very 70s couch oh yeah floral couch watching her stories you know yeah you hear the soap opera you know your stereotypical soap opera lines. It's not what they said, but, you know, almost like, I thought you were dead. Yeah. I was. Right. <laughs> well, and it was, it was, you know, because, uh, let's see, Margaret was asking, like, how's she doing? How's the doctor doing, meaning the husband? Oh, so that's right. I Mrs. Didn't catch Snell that. probably wasn't having to work. That's I true. I feel like they probably were doing fine money-wise if yeah. Mr. Snell was a doctor. That is true. So, yeah, she had nothing else to do. I'm going to sit and watch my stories. Yeah. So, in the next scene, yeah, there's a lot to unpack. Yeah. Because this is where we start seeing just how crazy Margaret White actually is. So we see Margaret White, she's approaching her house and you see Carrie like up in the window and she sees that her mom, you know, is coming home. Right. And she kind of like skedaddles like, oh shit, mom's, <laughs> mom's almost home. <laughs> so Margaret comes in and uh, the phone rings. And so she answers it. You can tell it's the school. And yeah. the school's, you know, basically telling her, like, this is what happened today. Right. We sent your daughter home. Right. Yada, yada, yada. Exactly. So after she gets off the phone, she's like, I know you're listening, talking about Carrie. Because sure yeah. enough, Carrie was kind of, she was upstairs, but you could tell, see that she was, like, you know, kind of there. Right. And so, you know, Carrie comes down. And she's like, you know, why didn't you tell me, Mama? Right. Talking about the period type thing. Freaking, she takes, I don't know if it was a Bible or, I mean, it looked like a Bible. She hauls off and she just smacks, like, she bitch slaps Carrie <laughs> with does. this Bible. That <laughs> slaps into the ground. Exactly. <laughs> and this is where she starts having, she starts screaming at Carrie and has her kind of recite back certain parts Right. You know, talking about, you know, first there was intercourse and, you know, all this other stuff about. Meanwhile, Carrie's just trying to talk to her like, you know, why didn't you tell me? And she's like, you know, all the other girls laughed at me and threw things at me. And Margaret's not hearing any of that. Yeah. She's trying to get Carrie to recite certain parts back, um, including things like, you know, Eve was weak and, you know, (laughs) she's. So Carrie's kind of doing that and, you know, sort of repeating back what the mom is saying. And, you know, 
at one point, freaking Margaret just takes her pretty much by the hair and just drags her into this closet while Carrie's kicking and screaming and stuff. And she throws, you know, Carrie in there and Carrie is, you know, screaming, you know, let me out, let me out and all that kind of stuff. And Margaret's still reciting, you know, some of these things. Right. It's like. So throughout that scene, the mom is like, you know, oh, you know, the first sin was intercourse and stuff right. like that. And it's like, well... That's not how periods you... work. You get your period when you get your period. It has nothing to do with Right, exactly. That's that's a bodily <laughs> it, it function, just, yeah, basically. It's, yeah. I mean... It yeah. just happens. It's, yeah. It has nothing to do with, oh, you had intercourse. Having sex doesn't trigger no. that sort of thing. No, not at all. <laughs> but yeah, the mom is, is, you know, screaming that sort of stuff at her. And all I'm thinking during the scene was like, okay... I know it's a movie. I know it's, you know, right. it's, it's just a story and they're trying to tell a story or whatever. But with the character, you're getting frustrated because it's like, you had Carrie. Yeah. How do you think that happened? We'll, we'll go over it. it you know, they oh, discuss snap. that It's later. clear I've never seen this movie. Yeah. I've got, I'm about to dive into some spoilers. You are. <laughs> um, so, but anyway, so the mom throws her into this closet. And at first you're thinking, oh, it's just a closet, you know. Right. Well, Carrie ends up lighting a match in there. There's the creepiest statue of Jesus I've ever seen in my oh, entire dude. life. Oh, dude. Like, the eyes, they, they painted eyeballs on yeah. it. And they're, like, wide open and bright mm-hmm. white and stuff. Right. And so, anyway, so she lights a candle and you see this creepy Jesus. Yeah. And she starts, like, reciting, like, normal prayers, by the way. that Like, the prayers that she's doing are considered you know like the normal right not like whatever the hell mrs white was talking about yeah something tells me mrs white has gotten in kind of deep with some culty not from 90 day fiance nice but culty type friends yeah. that have kind of steered her in a very weird direction that's just it they never do it like i said they never do explain like what no and i uh, think that's Margaret kind white of is... maybe by design i think it's I think just so. supposed to Show that she's become, she's gotten involved in some some very um, weird things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's been twisted. It's not Christian right. religion anymore. This is something very odd. Exactly. <clears throat> so after uh, all that craziness, we see uh, Margaret White and she's um, at her sewing machine doing some sewing. And Carrie comes out of the closet. Yeah. And she, you know, is like, thank you, mom. And uh, at that point, um, Carrie's mom tells her to go to bed. Right. And so she gives her mom a kiss and she heads up the stairs. And she's staring into a mirror and you see the mirror like going reverberating. Right. Uh, kind of like it's vibrating back and or yeah, it's flexing you know? and stuff, and then you see it shatter. Yeah, and so Margaret, of course, hears that noise, and she kept saying "Carrie, Carrie" over and over again. So she goes upstairs to you know check on her, and she at first she couldn't get into the door, and Carrie's like, you know, it's open, Mama, and sure enough, you know, she is able to turn and come in. <laughs> And she finds Carrie and she's, you know, sitting there and, you know, with her hands, you know, clasped and everything. And she's like, you know, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, she's like, I'm just praying, you know. And the mom is like, well, what was that noise? And she's like, what noise? (laughs) Kind of thing, you know. Trying to play stupid. Mm -hmm. And so at that point, the mom just tells her, you know, yeah, just go to bed. 
And yeah. She's like, okay. You know? And so the mom <laughs> leaves and Carrie looks up at the mirror and you could tell that the mirror had been broken. Oh yeah. So she had used her powers to break the mirror. And then she had also used the powers yeah, to, to kind of put it to back. Put together. it back, but you could tell. But it was still broken. Yeah, like the could, cracks and stuff. Yeah, you could there. tell where it was broken. Exactly. And stuff. Um, yeah. Which the vantage point the mom would have had, she should have been able to see that there was something odd about the mirror that wasn't that that's, way before. That's true, but I guess you know because you wouldn't think like. You know, like, oh, my kid has some powers where she can, like, put crap back. Well, I guess that's true. (laughs) Yeah. So I could kind of understand where she might, like, overlook something like that. Kid's got the shinning. Right? (laughs) No, not quite. Not quite the shinning. She has other powers. Yes. Don't you mean shining? Yes. (laughs) So the next scene, we find Carrie, and she's sitting in class, and um, the teacher is reading uh, some poetry, and so he's reading it, and it turns out it's one of the students' poems. Right. And the student's name is Tommy Ross. And the teacher's talking about how, you know, well, this is surprising coming from somebody like you, Tommy Ross. You know, pretty much, like, he makes it seem like, well, you're just a jock. Like, yeah, how did a, you write yeah, this? Exactly. Kind of thing? He's a school jock. And the poem is all about. Um, uh, pollution and how you know you shouldn't pollute. And mm-hmm. It's full of like imagery and stuff, and it's right to me. I'm kind of on board with the teacher. It's yeah. like somebody must have wrote this for you, right? <laughs> but anyway, so he asks the class, you know, for any criticisms. Well, Carrie, all, the, all she says is it's beautiful, right? Which isn't a criticism, but I mean, the teacher's reaction—he's kind of a jerk. oh, he was a dick, yeah, straight up a dick. So he start. He's like beautiful, beautiful. Uh, like he just like mocks, you yeah, know, over how the top. over yeah. the top. And then he starts, you know, reciting. You know, he, he starts saying things like for amber waves of grain and purple mountains that, majesty. Yeah, you know, it's like that he, kind of mocking. beautiful. Yeah, it's like well, you know, that's actually pretty good too. I feel, but then again, I guess I'm a jerk. But yeah. it's like you know, you don't have to be a jerk about it. She's right. putting her two. So, Carrie is obviously the kind of person who doesn't speak out much. No. She's shy, she's right. introverted, she's, you know, got low self-esteem. Right. And, like, for somebody like that to speak up in a room full of people and speak their mind mm-hmm. or say something that they're feeling, that takes a lot of mental and physical energy. It exactly. really does. Exactly. And somebody like that to just dump on, on them it. for that. Yep. It just makes, it cements their belief like, well, you know, I guess I really never have anything to offer, so I'm just going to shut up. Yeah, it's like, I guess I don't matter. I'm just not going to say anything. Exactly. Well, and what's interesting, though, is, you know, as the teacher's doing this, Tommy, under his breath, says, you know, you suck. Yeah. Talking about (laughs) the teacher. Tommy. (laughs) Talking about the teacher, and the teacher's like, you know, did you say something, Tommy Ross? Yeah. He, you know, didn't say anything at that point. But yeah, he's like, oh, I said all shucks. Yeah. And, you know, you the know. kids, you know, stereotypical giggling. Right. Oh, he's so funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. <clears throat> so, yeah, in the next scene, this is the punishment scene. I really, I kind of enjoyed this. I did too. So, actually, um, so the PE teacher is doing roll call. Yeah. Um, with these girls in the gym. And you see, actually, the janitor, and he's scrubbing some graffiti that says, Carrie White eats shit. Yeah. And so he, you Both see farts. him, and he's scrubbing that off. 
And um, this is where, I mean, she just like lays into them about oh, yeah, what they, they did to Carrie. Sure. And so she just goes through and, you know, she's like, you know, I, I don't think you guys realized like the, you know, how shitty what you guys did. Yep. And just, you know, basically saying like, didn't you guys, don't you guys realize that Carrie White has feelings too? Right. And she asks, kind of asks them, she asked Chris Harginson first, she, you know, about prom, you know, she's like, you know, no, you guys are too focused, you know, like on your dates and prom mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so she asked, you know, Chris Her- uh, Harginson, she's like, so who's the lucky guy? And she's like, you know, Billy Nolan. And she's like, who? And she's like, Billy Nolan. And she says it a couple of times. And then she asks Sue. She's like, what about you, Sue? She's like, who's the lucky guy? Yeah. And she's like, you know, Tommy uh, Ross, who was the guy in the previous scene. Right. And so she's like, well, she's like, for punishment, she's like, I wanted... To do three days suspension and refusal of your prom tickets. And all the girls at that point are just like, you know, kind of freaking (laughs) out. Like, no, my prom, you know, the prom, (laughs) that kind of thing. And the teacher, she was like, you know, that would really get you where you live, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And she's like, but she's like, you know, the office suggested something else. And she's like, um you know it, it you're gonna do uh basically a week's detention yeah and all the girls get like a sigh you know they all have like this sigh of relief on yeah they're face. like oh we can sit inside of yeah room for, yeah yeah for a week no big deal but then she's like you know but she's like there's still a catch she's like it's gonna be my detention right. she's like 50 minutes every day this week out on the athletic field. Take that. And all the girls at this point are like moaning and stuff. And Chris, she's like, I'm not coming. And she goes and you know, the teacher is like, you know, um, you know, if you don't come, she's like, then the punishment's three days of suspension and refusal Mm -hmm. of your prom tickets. Yep. You know? And at that point, you know, all the other, she tells the girls to suit up after that. After yeah. the, you know, the girls are not, you know, saying anything. She's like, okay, good. She's like, suit up. And at that point, the girls start like heading off to, you know, go get into their outfits and stuff. And Chris is like, I'm not, I'm not going. And Norma, who's the girl in the hat, who she wears that hat throughout the whole time. Oh, okay. Okay. But her, the character's name is Norma. And she's like, really? She's like, you're really not going to go to prom and that kind of (laughs) stuff. And the next scene, it's pretty much just the gym teacher torturing them with all kinds of drills. Right. See, I thought it was going to be 50 minutes of like running. No, when she that was like, you know, on the too. track field or whatever. Right. But still, it's it's pretty, it would be grueling, especially if you got to do 50 minutes of it. Yeah. Every single day for a week. Yeah. I mean, like they, they were doing like jumping jacks and they were doing, um, I think they were doing, not running in place. They were doing, uh, they were doing like the, yeah, sit ups and, and some squats and, and squats. Yep. I mean, you know, all that kind of crap. They're running the gamut basically. Pretty like much. your typical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all the stuff I would not want to do, but I can see it's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, it's like, yeah, prom and stuff, like, I guess. Although, yeah. me personally, I didn't give a crap about prom even back <laughs> Right? Um, but whatever. So we go from the scene of, you know, the uh, PE teacher forcing him to do this stuff to right. Carrie 
Because she's also out of PE, right? She doesn't have to do PE Right, anyway. so she just she just needed to do study halls, basically, yeah. what they told her. So, But we see her, and she's at a card catalog, y'all. <laughs> yes. Yes, remnants of the past. Yes. Well, I don't know. I haven't been to the pub- to a public library in... They... God, it's been a long time since I've been to a library. Right. I mean, I f- they might have one, but I mean, really everything is online now. Yeah, that is true. I mean, you could just I go mean, to one of their computers and like look up... See, that's just it. Like, you know? I'm assuming if they... You know, obviously a library is going to have books. I'm assuming that they probably still have some form of a card catalog. Maybe Whether it's people. still actually physical <laughs> cards. Maybe. Or online, like you said. Like, you look for it. And it just pops up that, you know, the Dewey Decimal, like, okay, yeah. the book is 230.1. Like, right. okay, well, I look for the 230s. Yeah. Where's the point one? Oh, right. there it is. Right. So anyway, but she's looking through the card catalog and, you know, it, there's books, you know, that she's passing by that are about miracles and all this other stuff. Right. And she hits on this one book. Well, from that scene, we go back to the girls that are being tortured in PE class. And they're exactly. now they're having to run in place. And <clears throat> Chris Harkinson's <laughs> over it. Dude. So this is, I'm not going to lie. This was kind of uh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so the girls are all running in place and they're tired and haggard and stuff. And, you know, the teacher's yelling at them to, you know, keep their knees up and stuff like that. And at this point, the the teacher's back was turned to the girls. Right. So Chris stops and she, you know, they're like, you got 10 more minutes. And she and Chris stops and she's like, not me. Yeah. Kind of like, I'm done. So she starts walking. And, you know, this is when the PE teacher's like, hey, you still got 10 more minutes. And she's like, you know, <laughs> pretty much like, yeah, I'm done. Which is stupid. It's just 10 minutes. Just it get is. back over there. Exactly. And so... <clears throat> Yeah, the teacher just hauls off and slaps. Oh her. yeah, yeah. The 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 student, the Chris, whatever her name is, like you know, you can shove it up your, you know. Yeah, you can and shove the, the ten minutes up your ass. Her. I mean, like, yeah, all she, she was just... missing was a couple of rings or something, <laughs> right? Yeah. So the teacher slaps her after that, and at this point, she, you know, Chris turns to the other girls. Yeah. And she's, you know, like you know. Guys, we can we can do this if we all just stick together. Right. And she's like, you know, Norma. And Norma just kind of puts her head down. And yeah. another girl named Helen and same thing. And They're then like she says... like shaking head like, no, you're on your own. Yeah. And then she's like, Sue. And she's like, you know, shut up, Chris. Just shut up. Right. Just get back to it. Yeah, pretty much. And, uh, you know, so she starts... Chris starts taking off. And the teacher's like, you're out of the prom, Harkinson. And, you know, she... Uh, you know, you see her like, you know, take off or whatever. Right. And, you know, she's like, well, she's like, anybody else want to join her? You know, she's like, get back to, you know, get back. Right. To, you know, work or whatever. And you see the girls running and stuff. And see, that's just like, you know, when the teacher just, just like, she like hauled, she oh, like she pulled back. Like it was like, <laughs> she almost got a running start on that slap. <laughs> and like, I like. I don't think even for the 70s, I don't think at any time that that's really appropriate. I feel like a teacher, a parent hearing about that Mm -hmm. would have went and marched down to that school and would have demanded that that teacher get fired or something. I mean, especially... That's like ridiculous. Well, especially because it was a public school. This wasn't like a private school or a Catholic school where... Oh, that's true. I guess, you know, like... Catholic school, I feel like you could have gotten, you know... 
gotten away with a That's lot That's true. More. You probably would have gotten um, your knuckles wrapped with a ruler yeah, or something. You know, sure. the stereotypical, like, you know, stop it with yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, I mean, although I will admit, for the sake of the scene and the person that got slapped and, <laughs> you know, the attitude they have was like, well, I'm better than everyone mm-hmm. else and, you know, you're just lucky to have me in your right. life, that sort of attitude. Yep. <laughs> it was kind of funny and satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> So we cut from uh, from that scene to Carrie in the library. And this time she has found whatever yeah. book she was looking for. And so she opens it up. And this is where we get the definition of telekinesis. Right. Which is what she was, you know, she was trying to figure out, okay, what the hell is wrong with me? Why, you know, how am I able to do this stuff? What right. is this kind of Breaking thing? Breaking light bulbs and stuff. Yeah, you know, and mirrors and whatnot. And so sure enough, so she, you know, opens the book, reads what, you know, reads out to us basically what telekinesis is. Yeah. So, yeah. In the next scene, um, we see Tommy Ross and, you know, he's running around the track and he sees Sue. And so he stops to talk to Sue. And, you know, like they're supposed to be going to the prom together. Right. And Sue basically, this is a really short scene, but she basically takes them, you know, they start talking and she takes them, you know, behind the uh, the bleachers. And she just says, you know, hey, she's like, if I ask you to do me a favor, you know, will you do it for me? And he asks, you know, he's like, yeah, sure. You know, what is it? And yeah. she's like, you know, will you take Carrie White to the prom? Right. And that's the end of that scene. It was yeah. a very short scene. Well, now we're we've got Chris Harginson in the car with Billy Nolan. Mm-hmm. So we're introduced finally to John him. John Travolta. Played by John Travolta. <laughs> and they're, you know, in the car and, you know, kind of dancing along and all that kind of stuff. No, bebopping. Bebopping and whatnot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, they're in the car and a car of guys who I guess uh, they're friends with. Yeah. You know. Because they, they're like, you know, hey, you know, Billy, why don't you come with us to such and such? Right. And he looks over at Chris and he looks over at her titties and it's just <laughs> like, you know, no. He's like, hey, though, he's like, throw me one of those beers. And so sure enough, the guy throws him one of the beers and, you know, he opens it and starts drinking it. And um, a car of uh, girls, you know, comes up next to him and he's, you know, kind of being a little flirty with them and he's still drinking his beer. Which, by the way, he can't keep his beer in his mouth. Right. Like this foam and stuff starts pouring <laughs> out of his mouth like he's a toddler or something. Right. Trying to feed a toddler in a high chair. Seriously. Like, dude, like, try to, like, hold that. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. Exactly. Well, anyway, so the car of girls, you know, takes off, and now there's a cop car right there, nah. and he sees it, and he's like, oh, shit, and he takes the beer, and I guess it spilled on Yeah, on I guess Chris. it, like, spilled on her lap and or something. And she's like, you know, shit. She's like, you know, watch what you're doing. Yeah. And so at this point, the cops have actually slowed down next to them. They've got, like, a light on him. Right. And he's, of course, trying to play it all cool. Like, oh, you know. Which I, is a massive fail because right? they saw him, like, scrambling to put the beer down. Right. I well, feel like in real life they would have pulled him over. I think so, too. But anyway, so they end up taking off. Yeah. And she's, you know, at that point she's pissed because she's just like, you know, yeah, watch what you're doing. Yeah. And he hauls off and he slaps her. Dude, so this movie, man, I there's guess it's just full of slaps. A, yeah, it's just full of slaps and there's just assaults everywhere. Which, like, in this case, like, the slap was unwarranted. It I feel was. Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to slap her. Yeah. But he he's just, like, yeah. shut your mouth. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> and so at that point, like, she's still, like, yelling at him. Yeah. 
And he, I kind of think it's funny because, so she's like yelling at him and all he says is you fuck. And then he like takes the wheel of the car and just like, you know, goes over like four lanes. Oh yeah. It makes bust a U-turn in the yeah. middle of this busy street this yeah busy drag yeah like dude come on john hold on man i know right <laughs> so yeah there's a quick scene where uh sue and tommy are doing some homework together right and finally he's all he says is i'll do it yeah talking about you know talking about taking care of the prom right which i don't know the western there at first i thought it was gun smoke they were right. watching or something but then the the little title card not the title of the movie, but the actor James Garner popped yeah. on the screen. I was like, oh, snap. I wonder what they're watching. Yeah. Well, so we go to the next scene, and uh, it's, you know, Chris and Billy are in the car and stuff. Yeah. And they're stopped off, it looks like, at some sort of teenage hangout type thing. Right. He's and, all anxious to hop out of the car and stuff. Yeah. And she is like, you know, wait. You know, it's like, just, you know, hold on a second kind yeah. of thing. Well, yeah, they've got this really weird relationship because at Dude. first she's like sucking on his fingers, like yeah, that's you know, kind of weird. That's anyway. weird anyway, and it's like you know, obviously he's thinking he's about to get some. Well, <laughs> you know, so that's happening, and then they start making out, and it, she keeps like pushing him off of her. Yeah, and he's kind of like, okay, what the hell? Right, you which know? is kind of strange because the way she's coming off is. Like you're saying, she's yeah. kind of making some moves. Right. It's, and then all of a sudden they mixed, start fighting. Yeah, it is mixed signaling. And he slaps her again. Dude, like slaps. This really is like an assault movie, basically. It really is. <laughs> um, and so, you know, so after like all this like kissing and slapping and stuff like that. Yeah. She, you know, yeah, she, she starts some... Um, going down on him right which is kind of strange okay so i mean i don't think we really need to like describe too much of that <laughs> i'm sure people who know will know yes so she's doing this stuff and whatever and he's all like you know putting his hands on the roof of the car like oh my god yeah and uh but she's still talking like, she's still very talk, clearly yeah. she's like oh billy oh billy oh billy <laughs> carrie white what the? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and no, she's like, I hate Carrie White. And he stops and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a mood killer. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it, it's a very weird, like we were watching that, like this scene is just strange. Yeah. <laughs> this is odd. Like I feel like they could have set up her her master plan and hate for Carrie White a little right. differently. That's true. <laughs> but then again, who knows? That could have been in the book. I've never read the book I before. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I read it. Yeah. And that's like that whole shower thing in the beginning. I right. don't know. Maybe that was in the book. It was. Was it? Yeah. That's odd. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just move on to the next scene then. Yeah. <laughs> so in the next scene, uh, Carrie's back in the library. Yep. Um, you know, picking up some books. Yeah. And Tommy Ross kind of approaches her, you know, behind and, um, you know, he's just asking, like, so what are you doing type of stuff? And she's, like, reading. And, of course, she doesn't want to really tell him, like, what she's reading. Because she's still exactly. researching this telekinesis, you know, thing. Exactly. She gets made fun of enough as it is. Right. And so, you know, he asks, like, well, yeah, you know, what are you reading? And um, I don't remember what she said. but I, I, I can't remember either. Yeah. But anyway, so he, he just asks her. He's like, well, he's like... 
you know, I was just wondering, you know, if you don't have a date for prom on Friday, I know it's short notice, but do you want to go to prom with me? Yeah. And she immediately just like takes off in the other direction. Right. Which. Because it would feel like a setup. It would. He's a popular guy. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. Exactly. And so that's just it. So she takes off and. In the next scene, we see the the PE teacher, um, you know, coming down some steps and she finds Carrie sitting on a bench and she, you know, sits next to her and just asks her, you know, kind of like, what's what's wrong? You know, she's like, was it one of the girls again? Did they say something? Yeah. And she's like, no, she's like, um, I got asked to the prom. And she's like, oh, (laughs) she's like, well, that's great. She's like, why are you moping around for and she's like, well, she's like, Tommy Ross asked me. And she's like, well, she's like, that's even better. I mean, he's, you know, cute and stuff, right? And right. this is where she kind of tells her, she's like, you know, well, she's like, you know, I feel pretty much like what we just said. It's right. like, why would he ask me? Why basically? would he ask me? Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, yeah, he's such a good looking guy. Why would he ask somebody like me? Right. Besides, I thought like either he had just plain just asked her, but I thought maybe he was actually dating the, well, the Snell character. Well, he's definitely dating Sue. Oh, okay. And stuff. That's why it was. That a, would also be kind of like weird. It's like you're dating yeah. this other girl. Why are you even asking yeah. me to a prom? You should be asking her. Exactly. And so this is where, you know, the the PE teacher, you know, is trying to point out to Carrie like the good qualities that she has. Which exactly. Is, you know, basically like you need to stop having such low self you know like low self-esteem and she's like i want you to come here and so she takes her to a mirror and she just kind of shows her she's like you know like look at your face and look at those eyes you know maybe put a little mascara on and you know like oh you know look at your hair and stuff and just you know give it a little curl and she's like you know you're a very pretty girl you know and she's just yeah she was just trying to bring carrie up and just kind of show her you know like basically you're not ugly right exactly you know exactly that's what she was trying to do exactly so yeah at this point uh for the next scene the pe teacher sits down with sue and tommy and she just wants to know why right which is (laughs) understandable yeah she's you know asking them you know why is tommy taking her to the prom exactly and sue's trying to explain you know she's like we're trying to do this to help carrie yeah and the teacher is not quite believing that. Yeah. And I get it. I can't really blame her. Yeah. And she's just like, you know, it, she was just basically saying like, you know, I just don't want you guys to hurt her. And they're like, well, we're not going to hurt her. We're trying to help her. Yeah. And <clears throat> she just, she's asking like kind of what's in it for Tommy. Right. And this is where she points out. She's like. Aren't you afraid that you're going to walk in and, you know, be pretty much, you know, it's going to look ridiculous. Which is kind of... That's uh, a slap in the face, by yeah, the way. Yeah, to... the teacher asked that and it's kind of like, well, didn't you... She just got done telling Carrie how special and beautiful she right. was. And now she turns around and tells Tommy, well, wouldn't it look ridiculous if mm-hmm. you walked into the prom with Carrie White? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what the hell? The hell? <laughs> and then she's also telling Sue, too. She's like, you know, if you don't have a date, you can't go to prom. I'm like... What the hell Which kind is, of prom is this? I mean, I don't know how proms were done back in 1976. Yeah, or but whatever. But I was under the impression that you could go stag to your prom Pretty, if you wanted to. Yeah, you can tell, like, yeah, I've never heard of a prom where you absolutely had to have a date. I'm pretty it's sure ridiculous. that's just, like, the story thing. I think so. Because I'm pretty sure, you know, f- 
I'm pretty sure people went stag to their proms yeah. even back then. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and so, but she was trying to like, yeah, Sue, you won't be able to go to prom if, you know, yeah. if Tommy is, ta- if you don't have a date and all that kind right. of stuff. And, <clears throat> you know, I can understand where she's coming from in a sense. Cause yeah, she just doesn't want Carrie to get hurt. Right. And she's not seeing that Sue and Tommy actually do have good intentions. Right. You know, it's kind of like, you know, especially because she knows, like, Sue is friends with exactly. Chris. Exactly. The back history mm-hmm. with her, Sue's, like you said, her friend and everything. Right. And all the crap that they pulled in the locker room and all that right. stuff. Right. Exactly. And so you could tell, like, in the scene, it kind of leaves the, the PE teacher having some doubts. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway. Exactly. So, yeah, so Tommy pulls up now outside the White House. Right. <laughs> that sounds funny. The White House. Um, you Not know, that White House. No. Um, you know, and he goes to the door <clears throat> and uh, Carrie answers it. And you can hear like some sort of Christian-y music or something in the background. Right. And, you know, she's kind of startled that it's Tommy Ross that, right. you know, is at the door. And... You know, he asks her again, but pretty much like, you know, will you go to the prom with me? And she's like, no. She's like, I've already told you, like, no, I'm not going. Right. And he, you know, it's pretty much a back and forth between, you know, come to the prom with me, no, that yeah. kind of stuff. And she's terrified because she keeps saying that her mom is yeah. resting. Is and she resting. doesn't want her mom to kind of, you know, right. realize she's talking to a boy. Exactly. So... You know, finally, she's like, you know, why? Why would you want to take me to the prom? And he's like, I don't know. He's like, maybe because you liked my poem. <laughs> he's really digging deep there. Yeah. For, well, like, geez. all of a sudden you hear Mrs. White, you know, asking for Carrie. Yeah. And finally, Carrie's like, okay, fine. You know, I'll go. Yeah. And she, you know, shuts the door. He's like, I'll pick you up at eight. Yeah. You know. Which is kind of late. I mean... I feel like that is late for the prom. Yeah, because most proms, I think they kind of try to start wrapping it up around 11 or so. Probably. That way, you know, you get the kids home or whatever. Yeah. So I figure like most proms probably would start at At like five or six. Yeah, like maybe six or seven. Yeah. But whatever. Um, And so from that scene, we get the pig scene. Yeah. Which becomes very important later. So it's um, Billy Nolan and his goon friends, and they're outside of a pig slaughter place. Yeah. And um, Chris is also there. And, you know, so they've got this ladder. They all go over the ladder and sneak into the this pig place. Right. And they've got, um, it looks like a gasoline container, and they've got an axe. Right. And which uh, these guys are really stupid. Right? They're not using their heads and there's something wrong with them. Well, of course. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, so he hands the axe off to one of his friends and yeah. he's like, here, you know, and at first the friend was going to do it, but he gets second, has second thoughts. And he's like, man, he's like, no, he's like, I can't do it. And he hands, yeah. he actually hands it back to Billy. And of course, Billy at this point is pissed. Chris is there. She's also pissed. Yeah. And so Billy's like, all right, fine, I'll do it. And you see him and he starts kind of, all right, pigs, get out of the way, get out of the way. And then he picks a pig and. Yeah, he just starts like hacking away yeah. at the pig. It's like. Okay, guys, this is like a very inhumane way to do really what you're is. wanting to do. I'm then, pretty sure being in a slaughterhouse, whenever they're butchering, slaughtering, or whatever, right? All the things that they collect that are, mm-hmm. you know, byproducts, basically, right? Yeah, that they I mean, can't I'm pretty sell. sure that stuff is held in a storage area, yeah, until probably. they can dispose of it right. properly. 
why not just go to that storage area <laughs> and like open a little valve and maybe there's go. blood in there or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean this is yeah that would have been a much more you know right. Well, and what was really disturbing, though, is Chris is in the background, you know, screaming. Yeah, do it, do, do it. it. She's like egging it. him on and oh, stuff. Yeah. Like, if you're a man, you'll do it, basically, sort of thing. I mean, she didn't say that, but well, yeah, no, it was but pretty much, the, yeah, yeah, like saying over and over. That's to the gist of it, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is that's where you. That's where I kind of feel like their, yeah, their bubble is not. No. I don't think they're, the bubble's even in the level anymore. I think, like, the glass <laughs> cracked and the bubble just jumped out. Nice. There, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this scene was pretty much like the I'm going to the prom, whether you like it, yeah. notch. Yeah. So they're both. <laughs> so they're both having dinner, and this is where Carrie, like, lets her mom know, you know, right. that a, a boy has asked me to the prom. Right. And I've accepted. Mm-hmm. And the mom gets pissed and throws, I guess, soup or Dude, something like at that her. must have been, well, I mean, obviously the actors, it wouldn't have been hot no, then. But, but yeah, that was probably like hot, like you say, in hot soup or tea or coffee something. or something. And she's, you know, at this point, Carrie is, you know, like trying to get get it out and she's just like you know he's a really nice boy and you know i've already accepted and the mom at this point is telling her like no like you know you're gonna well okay let me backtrack yeah she says first comes the blood then come the boys oh yeah that's right which is kind of it's kind of weird she's like you know the old eight you know they can smell it you know they like they want to find out where that smells coming from it's like um I like. What I'm you pretty used. sure for teenage boys, it's really kind of boobies. Yeah, it's all about the boobs. They don't care about yeah. the other thing. I'm pretty sure if they actually smelled something else, it'd probably gross them out. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, and so you know, the meanwhile, Carrie's trying to explain, like you know, no, that doesn't have anything to do with it, and the mom's telling her to get into her prayer closet. Yeah, and Carrie is standing up for herself. She's right. like, no, she's like, I'm not doing it. I'm going to the prom. Mm-hmm. And this is where we get a little bit of background on Carrie's dad. Yep. And so maybe part of the reason, too, why the mom's a little bit nuts. Right. So... What kind of kicked it off was, like, the mom was, like, running off to, like, do something. She was gonna... She went off to a window for some yeah. reason. And then Carrie, like, She's used like, her no. powers and to, like, shut her, all the windows Yeah, and she stuff. shut all of the windows, which yeah. were open during a rainstorm, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's kind of... <laughs> but then again, this whole house is weird anyway. That's true. So anyway, so yeah, sure enough, she uses her powers, shuts all the windows, and of course the mom notices that. Right. And she calls her a witch. Right. Witch a woman. Yeah. <laughs> she calls her a witch, and... It, I think she basically blames the dad for right because giving... she says the dad was like carried off by the devil and everything too. Right. And that's whenever she's like, "No, mom." She's like, "Everybody knows that he left you for another woman." Right. Is what she ended up saying. Yep. And that of course pissed the mom off. Yeah. And Carrie holds her ground though and she's like, "You know what? She's like, I'm going to prom." And she's like, and things are going to change around here. Is yeah. what she tells her mom. Very ominous. Yeah, right? Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. But. It's bad, okay? It is. So now we've got uh, the scene where they're setting up the blood, basically. Yep. So Chris and uh, Billy uh, have snuck into, snuck into the school. <laughs> 
And, you know, we see Billy on the ladder. Yeah. And Chris is holding the light. And, you know, he's like, hey, he's like, hold that light straight, would you? Yeah. And she's, you know, kind of like telling him to hurry up. And she's like, you're getting blood everywhere. Because, like, some of the blood actually ended up on the, the flashlight yeah. and stuff like that. And it was kind of a funny scene because he's like, you know, yes, ma'am. You know, we're, we're trying real hard and all this <laughs> other stuff as he's... You know, he's taking the blood, putting it into the bucket. Right. Or whatever. And he's like, you know, if you hold that light real straight for me, he's like, I'll let you pull, uh, you know, pull the rope when it's time. Right. And she's, she's like, like, well, I plan to. Yeah. He's like, oh, I know. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah, it was two short scenes. And then after that, we've got a short scene where Margaret is basically praying and her body's going back and forth, back yeah, and very, forth. Yeah, very like, exaggerated movements. Mm-hmm. And Carrie's like working on... She's I think she's actually working on her prom dress. Yeah, she's working okay. on her prom dress. Um, that was pretty much it for those two scenes. Yeah. So, so we got like a couple of short scenes. Right. Um, one of the important ones is one of Billy's friends yep. is talking to like the prom committee guy. Yeah. And he basically is like, hey, he's like, you know... I know it's a little late, but I really, you know, wanted to do something to help out. And the guy was like, well, I could have used you on the decorating committee like a week ago. He's like, yeah. He's like, well, I'm I was, here now. I'm I? here now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I was just wondering if I could be the person who collects all the ballots, you know, for the king and queen type of thing. Yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, yeah, I guess. And, you know, he's like, oh, OK, that's awesome. And he's like, yeah, he's like, can you be here like at six or six thirty? He's like, no, he's like, no, I'll. <laughs> Right. <laughs> he's like, I'll be there at eight. That should be fine, right? And he's like, Yeah. He's like, I guess that'll work. And I don't think in the normal circumstances that would have been fine. No. Be like, you want to do it? You'll be here at six thirty. Right. If you can't be here at six thirty, I'll get somebody else. Well, and that's just it, though. So Chris was actually watching that. You know, she wanted to make sure like that that got taken care of. Yeah. As a part of her whole exactly. you know, scheme. Her... Yeah. And so um, the next scene, it's. Um, uh, let's see, Helen and uh, Norma. Norma's the girl that wears the cap all the time. Right. And they're, you know, getting their hair done and stuff like that. And that's whenever she tells Helen, like, hey, you know, did you hear that Tommy Ross is taking Carrie to the prom? And, you know, of course, everybody is shocked by that. Right. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> and then uh, um, for the next scene, it's um, like the longest ladder I think I'd ever seen in my entire life. Dude, that life. ladder looks dangerous. And yeah. there's two people using it yeah. at the same time. Yeah, so it's it's Sue and this other girl that are putting up some of the decorations for the prom. And this yeah. girl is asking Sue. She's like, wait, she's like, is it true that Tommy Ross is taking Carrie to the prom? And she's like, yep. And she's like, but wait, she's like, so you don't have a date for the prom? They're just having this discussion back and forth on that. Yeah. And then they also zoom in um, on uh, Norma and on... um, The Chris Chris. lady, yeah. And Chris is trying not to tell Norma yet really what the plan is. Yeah, but she can't resist. Because Norma is like... Because Norma knows, like, Chris isn't supposed to be at the prom because of the punishment thing. Right, so there's something going on. Right, and so she's just kind of like, so wait, so you are going to be at the prom? And she's like, well, she's like, kinda. She's, and finally you can see her whispering in Norma's ear. Yeah. Like, what's, what's going to be happening? Yeah, exactly. And they're giggling back and forth. And, he, 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 he. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's just stupid, you know, yeah. stupid stuff. So. One thing I liked about one of those scenes that you were talking about 
So when the two girls, Norma and the other girl, yeah. were at the hairdressers, and you pointed out yeah. that Norma's hat was sitting on top of the hairdryer yeah. bubble thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, she literally keeps that hat everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And you'll see it. She even wears it to the prom. Yeah, you'll I see thought it. that was funny. So we get kind of like a short comedic scene with some of the uh, high school guys, and including Tommy Ross. And yeah. They, they stop off at a tux rental place, and... One of the guys is going on and on about how, oh, you know, tuxes don't look right on me and I hate ruffles (laughs) and all this other stuff. He's one of those friends. Yeah. And so they find, they're like, I'm sure we can find something. And sure enough, they find, you know, this stupid, one of those tux t-shirts. Yeah, tuxedo t-shirts. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, problem solved, you know, yay. Um, And then we get to a more serious scene. So um, Carrie's upstairs. She's getting ready for the prom. Yep. And the mom comes in. And yeah. one of the first things she says about the dress is red. She's like, you know, I knew it was going to be red. Yeah. And I love it because Carrie's like, it's pink, mama. Yeah, which it is. You know, it is pink. It is pink. Um, and then she, you know, the mom's, you know, still staring at her in the dress. And she's like, I can see your dirty pillows. <laughs> <laughs> And Carrie's like, breasts, mama. They're called breasts, and every woman has them. See, in that the scene, I thought she said, and everyone has oh, them. Oh, no. And I'm like talking at the TV going, yeah, not everybody has that. I know, that. right? Dudes no. don't have those. No, I know, right? <laughs> no, she said every woman has yeah. them. And <laughs> this is where, you know, so the mom, of course, is trying to convince her like to stay home. Right. And... This is the scene where she says, they're all going to laugh at you. Right. And that comes out again later. Oh, yeah. It's like, they're all going to laugh at you and that kind of stuff. It's like, no, they're not. And meanwhile, she keeps looking out the window waiting for Tommy and stuff. And <laughs> and she's like, you know, oh, he's not, you know, he's not coming. And right. um, she uses her telekinesis to... She uses to, her well, she pretty much uses her telekinesis to force her mom to lay down. Right, she like lays down on the bed. She looks like she's pinned on the bed and yeah. stuff. She's like, you just stay down right there. Right. And then Tommy does show up and she, you know, does it again to her mom. To yeah. Like, you know, pretty much you're not going to say a word until after I'm out of here. Right. And, you know, you see her head down the stairs. So this this scene... I thought what she was wearing when she was like getting her makeup on and getting ready, what she was wearing to me looked like it was like maybe a slip. Right. You know, just just that, you know, that thin satin yeah. whatever material that just goes on underneath the dress for, yeah. it, it's basically just to keep, you know, because when you're wearing a dress, yeah, you if you're standing your... in front of a light, a lot right. of times you can see through the material. Exactly. And that's what that's for. Right. And I thought that was like, that's what that was, like a slip. <laughs> Yeah. And she just marches right out of the house. I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess I kind of would be in the mom's camp on this one. <laughs> Looks like she's marching out of the house wearing underwear, basically. Nice. So. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you know, it's, that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> so, they arrive at the prom. And then we get, like, fun prom scenes. There's dancing. Oh, yeah. And everybody's having a grand old time. You know, just a bunch of that kind They're of crap. just jumping and jiving. Yeah, pretty much. I don't, I don't think that term... Was in the seventies? Probably not. I think that was a lot earlier than the seventies. I think so, but that's okay. <laughs> but it's so, all right. so anyway, so you know, yeah, people are dancing and having fun, um, and 
Carrie, you know, Carrie, of course, is still very nervous. Yeah. Um, one of the girls had asked her, like, oh, you know, where'd you get your dress? And she's like, oh, she's like, I made it. And the girl was, like, sincerely impressed. She thought that that was, you know, right. like, it was really nice and stuff. And so um, she's sitting down with uh, with Tommy and, and, you know, Tommy is, you know, wanting to go out and go out there and dance. Right. And she's like, well, she's like, can we sit for a minute? Yeah. And um, at this point, Mrs. Collins, who's the PE teacher, she shows up and you could kind of tell she's also curious, like, okay, are, are, you know, are things still going good? Exactly. You know, are they really going to try and, you know, be nice or are they going to hurt her? Exactly. And at this point, um, he ends up getting up to like leave and and go get something. And um, Mrs. Collins and Carrie just have like a little nice like, you know, talk or whatever. And she's kind of telling about her experience, which, you know, was, you know, oh, yeah, you know, I had a date with this six foot seven basketball player and. You know, she's like, I went out and bought some, you know, three inch spiked heels. So whenever our kiss at the end of the night happened, it would, you know, be less awkward. Right. And she's just telling the story about how, you know, yeah, you know, his truck broke down and we had to walk like half a mile. And yeah, pretty much I couldn't dance or do anything because, you know, my feet were covered in blisters. And her point was, was at the end of the night, you know, they just sat and talked and right. it was like the best thing. They still had fun even right. though they didn't get up and dance or, or join in any mm-hmm. of the activities and stuff. And so she, you know, is kind of asking her, like, is that kind of how it feels for you? Right. And, you know, Carrie, of course, is, you know, so happy and she's like, oh, you know, yeah, and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Oh, and real quick, one scene I did miss between all the... The fun and everything was Sue was having dinner with her family. Oh, yes. And she asked, she asked, you know, hey, what time is it? And they're like eight o'clock. And she's like, oh, okay, well, I have to go. Yeah. And of course, that becomes important, you know, later. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. (laughs) Yep. So after Mrs. Collins leaves, um, at that point, uh, he's asking her like, you know, hey, you know, do you really have to go home so early? And she's like, yeah. oh, you know, yeah, I promised my mom or whatever. Right. And he's like, oh, okay. He's like, well, you know, me and some of the other kids, you know, we were going to go after the prom. And she kind of interrupts him and she's like, oh, you know, yeah, if you've got plans, you know, with your other friends and stuff, that's fine. You know, don't worry about me kind of thing. And yeah. he was like, well, he's like, let me finish. She's like, I was wondering if after, if you you know, wanted to go with, with us over to the beehive, which I, I'm I guess it's like a hangout or it's something. It's gotta be like some kind of teenage hangout yeah. type thing. And she's like, Oh, she's like, yeah, I've never been there before. And, um, uh, he's like, okay, you know, cool. You know, pretty much we'll do that. Yeah. And then at this point he's like, well, he's like, are you ready to dance? You know? And she's doing the same old, Oh, you know, no, I, I can't dance that kind of thing. And he finally convinces her to get up and dance. Right. Well, it's a slow song, and I had had Wes fast forward this part. I can't handle. <laughs> I see now why. I can't handle this dance scene. So freaking, it starts off normal, and he's kind of showing her where to, you know, put her hands. All right, this other stuff. and kind of doing the slow dance thing. But it goes from that to it's literally just showing them turning in a, you know, dancing. But it happens so fast. Yeah. And it's almost dizzying. Yeah. So, like, we were actually reading, like, how they did that scene. Yeah, they did. Like, basically, the actors were on a turntable spinning one direction. 
And then the camera was spinning the opposite exactly. direction. Exactly. And it's And it's like we were kinda of making the joke that like people in the theater just kinda of did a little collective Probably. You know, yeah. Kind of threw up all over the theater. Yeah. Popcorn I was like, everywhere. I was like, okay, we can fast forward through this. Yeah, dude, like, that was that was some fast spinning. It was. I was not a fan of that. No. <laughs> After that, uh you know, they're sitting there and they, yeah. they make the announcement like, okay, you know, we're going to do ballots now for prom king and queen. And so they get the ballots and uh, Tommy and Carrie find out that they're actually on the ballot. Right. Um, you know, so they're surprised by that. And they're going back and forth. Like, should we vote for ourselves? Should we not? And at first, Carrie doesn't want to vote for right. herself. She kind of, it, I think she kind of almost feels like it would be like against the rules or something mm-hmm. to vote for yourself. It's like, right. Hey, all bets are off. You can vote for yourself if you want. Exactly. And so she ends up deciding, you know, okay, you know, yeah, let's vote for ourselves. Yeah, because Tommy's like, you know, oh, to the devil with false, false modesty. You know, right. let's vote for ourselves. And yeah. And that convinces her. She's like, okay, yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah. And so she, you know, checks off the box and stuff. And then real quick, we go to uh, Billy and Chris and they're underneath the stage. Yeah. And she's holding <laughs> on to the rope and stuff. And yeah. he's... You know, he's like, hey, he's like, I thought, you know, that they were supposed to like win or whatever. She's like, I called in a few favors, you know, don't worry about it kind of thing. And this is where we see Norma and we see the guy from earlier that had wanted to, you know, do the ballot, pick up the ballots. Right. And so we see them. They're going around collecting ballots from everybody. Um. And uh, they kind of go off into a corner and they start kissing. And she <laughs> takes the ballots, she drops them, and you see her shove the ballots, you know. With her foot. It's like, oh, foot. Yeah. this kissing is so good. Mm-hmm. Let me kick my leg up in the air. Right. Kick. Exactly. Like, very inconspicuous. And so now, of course, she's got these <laughs> other ballots that have all been marked Tommy and Carrie. Yes. And so at that point, after they're done kissing... She takes the ballots, hands it to, um, you know, the... the like, yeah, they're like a committee of some yeah. sort, a voting committee, I guess. Right, and then she knocks, you know, she passes by the, the <laughs> stairs of the stage and she knocks real hard on it to let Carrie, or not Carrie, uh, Chris and Billy know, like, yeah. okay, we're, we're good to go. Very inconspicuous. Yeah. Like, she does that in full view of everybody. Yeah. Loud noise. And then all of a sudden you see the little ticker tape, whatever that stuff mm-hmm. is, part, like, yeah. by feet. And both of their faces stick out from underneath the stage. Like, is it still on? I know, right? Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, in the real world, people would have been, the chaperone would have been like, what the heck are you guys doing in there? Get out of here. At the very least, they would think like there were kids under there making out or something. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Which, by the way, speaking of kids. Yeah. So when that that, that chick who dropped the ballots on the floor and kicked them in a fit of passion. (laughs) Yeah, She collected the, the ballots from one table. One of the students sitting at that table has a receding hairline. I know. And is very old looking. Yeah. Like, dude, way to cast, like, a 40-year-old man as an 18-year-old boy. Seriously. That's true. (laughs) But I just wanted to point that out. I thought that was funny. (laughs) So they are announced prom king and queen. Everybody's cheering. Everybody's, you know, happy and stuff. And obviously both Carrie and Tommy are surprised and right. we get a very slow, oh, yes. very freaking slow, like walking up to the... Uh, God, yes. Painfully slow, mm-hmm. slow motion. 
like, all... I get some slow motion, but come on, I let's know. speed this up a little bit. I get it. It was supposed to also, <laughs> you know, help with... Um, well, I guess that's true. Yeah. Build up suspense exactly. and stuff. You know, like if you haven't seen the movie but or know what happens. I'm impatient. I'm, I've gotten you past are. suspenseful. I'm now just ready to right. go. <laughs> and so they start heading up towards... Um, Towards the stage, and right. everybody's like, you know, cheering for Yay. him. They're happy for him, and we see, we see uh, Sue, right? And she's kind of behind the stage, and she's peering out, and she's happy because she's yeah, she's wanting to see how, like, I guess it's her friend now. She's wanting to see yeah. how well, Terry's she, doing and all right. that. And of course, she doesn't know anything about Chris's plan, right? And so she's thinking, oh, like, wow, like, you know, that's awesome. They got king and queen type of thing, you know, not knowing it was a part of Chris's plan. Right. And that's just it. So she's standing there and she notices, starts to notice the rope. Right. Because it starts moving. And you you could see, um, you could see Chris under there holding onto the rope, (laughs) getting so excited, you know, like the rope is like shaking and stuff. I can't wait to pull the rope. Yeah. And so, you know, finally they get up on the stage and at this point she, um, Sue steps out and she, she starts following the rope, you know, kind of with her eyes, like where, you know, what the hell is this? Right. So she starts step, stepping further out, further out. And Mrs. Collins, notices sue right and she figures she's up to no good well that and she knows sue wasn't supposed to be there because sue doesn't have a date for the prom that's true yes you are forbidden (laughs) yeah you have no date yes forget you get out of here get out (laughs) so anyway so yeah so sue is you know following the rope following the rope and finally she sees this bucket and she sees in the shadows somebody holding onto this rope underneath the stage yes well you know Mrs. Collins again sees Sue. Sue goes over to you know open up you know um, to find yeah. out what's on, what's under yeah. these stairs. And sees Billy and what's her face, Chris. Yeah, and actually Chris actually hauls off and slaps Billy Dude. in the face. Yeah, slips a pl- slaps a plenty in this exactly. movie, man. And so Mrs. Collins uh, intercepts Sue, and it's. Again, very slow motion. Yeah. Sue, because um, it's also, it's silent. Like, you, you can't hear anything that anybody is saying. Right. They All just got, like, the, the violin music and yeah. the clapping and stuff. And so, I'm assuming Sue was probably trying to tell Mrs. Collins, like, hey, there's somebody under there, that kind of thing. But anyway, so Mrs. Collins pretty much muscles Sue out of the prom. Right. <laughs> No date. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's just it. So she she gets Sue, you know, pushes her out of the door, shut the door. And then that's whenever the blood drops and falls all over poor Carrie. And this is where shit gets real. Now there will be hell to pay. There will. So, yeah. The bucket, you know, bucket of blood dumps onto Carrie and this is where shit gets real. <laughs> yes. All right. So again, so things at at first everybody is shocked, obviously, by what happened. Right. But then you've got freaking Norma and her stupid ass hat. Yeah, starts laughing. And she stuff. starts laughing, and then Carrie hears they're all gonna laugh at you in the back of her mind from when right. her mom said it, and <clears throat> she starts hearing like. Yeah, they're all going to laugh at you. And, you know, we're all sorry, Cassie. And just all this stuff that, you know, people, like the bad things that people had said to her. And 
we see also um, Tommy and he, he's saying, what the hell after the bucket fell? Right. Well, the bucket ends up falling on him, hits him in the head and he goes down. Yeah. Like the bucket basically killed him because I'm guessing because it was high enough up. I guess so. I still I still say that bucket wasn't heavy enough. I, don't I still know. say that little tin bucket probably <laughs> giving him a concussion probably at the worst. Yeah. And then we also see uh, we also see Billy and Chris, you know, like get out. They like leave. Yeah. And stuff. Um Speaking of somebody who should, probably should have been killed, she rams his head into a damn cymbal set on a on <laughs> yeah. a drum. Yeah. Right? Her sharp edges on those cymbals. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So they, they take off. And now everything goes crazy. Right. So now she uses her telekinesis to shut all the doors. Right. So everybody's trapped inside the gym. Yep. And starts off with uh, one of the fire hoses. Everybody's trying to get out. Right. They can't get out. She uses the telekinesis with the hose and starts spraying people, which sends people flying. Because, you know, it's... A lot of pressure. Right. And there's like, you know, basically everybody who tries to escape, she uses it to like, Mm -hmm. you know, blow them them down and like incapacitate them and knock them out and all that stuff. Right. Like trap them inside the gymnasium. Exactly. And so while that's all going on, um, Mrs. Collins and uh, the poetry teacher guy and the principal, they run up to the stage to help out uh, Tommy. You know, he's on the ground. And Mrs. Collins, like in true Collins fashion, like, Grabs a student by the hair and is like shaking her wildly. I know. Like, what? How is this helping this situation? I know. So yeah, so they're trying to tend to Tommy and stuff while Carrie is, you know, taking people out left right. and le- left and right. And uh, you end up seeing, um, you end up seeing. Uh, oh, what are their names? It was the principal that called her Cassie, and I forget who the other... Oh, the, the poetry teacher yeah. who mocked her for her right. beautiful so, statement. So they're up there, you know, trying to talk to the students in the microphone. Yeah. She uses the water to spray their feet. So, right. of course, they end up getting electrocuted. Which, how much electricity is in the microphone, I Fudge. guess? I mean, I don't like, know. I don't know. It's a movie. Yeah. And so, you know, obviously, they die... And then meanwhile, you've got um, Billy and Chris are watching through the window while this stuff go down. Right. And they're like, oh, oh crap. Shit. What have we done? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the part that bummed me out, though. Right. So Mrs. Collins, yeah, she was over the top. She would slap people at will. Yeah. But, but she, I mean, she actually tried to help Carrie. She really She was did. actually one of the few friends of Carrie's so, in this film. I felt bad when Mrs. Collins got killed. Yeah, Carrie basically, like, crushed Mrs. Collins with, like, this giant, like, decoration yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Mrs. Collins was definitely crushed to death. Yeah. And so, from there, it's kind of cool how they did it. They had kind of, like, a, a split screen of right showing events like that different were yeah exactly and stuff inside the gym and so um it got to the point i think it was after the the guys got electrocuted like a fire started behind her yeah i don't know like like i don't know maybe there's gas lines <coughs> but she basically used her powers to like burst the gymnasium into flames there was a basically. lot of crepe paper in those freaking decorations yeah, there were. like that stuff would have gone up fast that soundstage must have or soundstage wherever they were filming this right that must have been a hot place filming this seriously. movie seriously because once those pyrotechnics go off mm-hmm. like 
a candle alone puts off a lot of heat. Like you hold right. your hand over a candle and you can feel it and it'll burn you after a right. bit. Yeah. Like flames that size mm-hmm. must have generated like a lot of heat. Right. <laughs> well, so anyway, so yeah, you see all these flames, you know, behind her and she's right. just, I mean, she's slowly walking through and there's yeah. everybody's screaming and stuff and she makes it to the door, goes out the door, and I was kind of like, don't forget to shut the door. You gotta <laughs> what, are you raised every- in the barn? I know, you got to keep them in there. <laughs> and that's what she did. So she shuts the door. And, yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people, like, burned to death. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I get Carrie was made fun of and stuff, but... Yeah, come yeah. on. This is where I stopped feeling bad for Carrie. It's I like, know. you're just kind of being... A jerk now yeah so you killed mrs collins and several of those <laughs> other kids in there yeah we we're actually trying to be your friends but now because you know right you had a bad day you're <laughs> nice. so, i'm sorry i'm just joking i know so anyway so she is slowly walking down the street you see a single fire truck pass by which i'm like you guys are gonna need some more fire trucks dude you need to like call in like 15 fire trucks yeah. at minimum yeah and also radio in to some ambulance and police that there's a blood-soaked woman walking down the street <laughs> right <laughs> so she yeah so she's walking down the street and then you know you see the um uh, uh, the fire truck passed by and then you see this car racing up behind her and right. sure enough it's chris is behind the wheel it's right. chris and billy and she's gonna like run carrie oh, down basically. yeah she's gonna run carrie down well carrie turns around in time does the telekinesis she's thing like, ah. yeah does the telekinesis <laughs> thing that thing goes rolling over yeah. rolling 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 and then my favorite part, I mean, that thing just like burst into Yeah, flames. she like exploded the car. It's Somehow. like, holy cow, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, they definitely deserved it, though. <laughs> yes. You know, some of those other kids, not so much, but they for sure deserve yeah, it. Yeah, I should have left the gymnasium alone. I'm just saying, you I know, know. The true perpetrators of everything bad and evil that happened to you got away. Like, leave yeah. the gymnasium people alone. I know. But... That's my personal opinion. Right. Then again, I didn't write the story. No, Stephen King did. (laughs) Yes. So Carrie finally makes it home. She's still being slow. Yeah. And she goes inside the house and like, holy candles, Batman. Dude, so like the windows were like like a glow with light. Yeah. So to me, like a normal person would go, oh yeah, that person's got all their lights on in the house. No big deal. No, no, it's candles. It's all candles. (laughs) She even had, like, there was even candles, I think, on the mom's bed. Dude, yeah. So, yeah. like, the big, long candlestick candles yeah. that stand, that sit on the dangerous candelabras. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's dangerous and alone if you set it on top of a hard surface. Right. You're going to set it on a cloth bed. Exactly. So, <laughs> at this point, Carrie is looking for her mom. Right. Can't find her. So, she heads up the stairs, and uh, she gets in the tub to yep. wash all the blood off. And I... Like, yeah, man, that water was, like, pink. Right. I mean, it was bad. Right, right. Exactly. yeah. She gets up and she dries off and everything. You're like, sissy spacing boobies. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, there were, you know. Just calling apple an apple. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah, after her bath, uh, Carrie's mom shows up behind her. Right. And this is where Carrie breaks down and she's hugging her mom saying, you know, you were right. You know, they, they all laughed at me. And right. She's, you know, crying and upset and everything. And this is where the mom 
basically breaks down what happened with the dad. Yeah, so apparently, like, whenever she conceived Carrie, they were, like, not even married. Right. She wasn't married to Carrie's father at that time. Well, no, I think what, I think that they were married, like, she, they had premarital sex. The one time, and then I think she ended up getting with, with, pregnant with Carrie, um, I feel like she was trying to be abstinent even after they got married, though, or oh, something okay. like that. But she describes she describes you know like this the one time you know that you know there was whiskey on his breath and I liked it. And yeah, he took me kind of thing. <laughs> and then she says you know pretty much like I you know I should have killed you after you were born. Yeah, which if I had been Carrie, I would have been like, oh shit, I need to go. Right, like. That's scary. Yeah, that's that's the words of somebody who's not level. They're they're yeah. they're a little Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, she is like, you know, let's let's pray, you know, let's pray for the last time. And right. She starts saying the, you know, our father. Right. And Carrie's and, all like crying and stuff. And, and yeah, they're praying together. And then you see the mom pull out Big ass butcher knife. Right, that she was using like in a previous scene. I don't know if we talked about I don't it. Think we did. It was a short. But while scene. Carrie was at the prom, she was like, she had this like smorgasbord of veggies <laughs> yeah. out on her kitchen island or yeah. whatever. She's just hacking away at them. I guess testing to make sure that it was a good enough knife. I guess. Yeah. It's weird. But anyway, so she pulls the knife out and stabs Carrie one time in the back. Right. And Carrie goes tumbling down the stairs, somehow not knocking over any of those candles. Right? Exactly. Catching her nightgown and her clothes and hair and stuff on fire. Yeah. So, yeah, Carrie goes down, falls down the stairs after being stabbed the one time. Right. And so, obviously, she's not dead. Her mom is still going after her. She's got the knife like this. She actually does the sign of the cross with the knife. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So, um... Meanwhile, Carrie is trying to crawl away, you know, to get away from her mom. Right. And at one point, the mom, you know, brings the knife up to, you know, stab her again. And again, she uses her telekinetic powers. But this time, she uses her powers. So she's got knives flying everywhere at her mom. They They pin the one arm that had the knife pins the other arm and then it pins her a couple of times in the chest area yeah it's very weird it is very odd it is um and so you know at that point she's you know kind of making some noises and then she dies yeah that's that's one of the weird odd things about it yeah like the noises the mom is like making or whatever is like like cathartic or whatever mm-hmm. it's like it's like, ooh, this is strange. Did you notice, like, let's get this scene over with quick. Did you notice, though, the way that it, like, where her arms were placed? It yeah. looked like she was on the cross. Of course, it was yeah. just like the statue thingy yeah. they have in the closet there. Right. Ugh. Well, so anyway, at that point, Carrie, like, realizes what she did. Right. And she immediately takes out the one knife that was pinning one hand down. And then... um like all these like rocks and stuff start falling. Yeah, on top so like of the house. house is like, I'm sorry. So the house is like imploding on itself, it basically. Is. And so she drags her mom with 
with her into that closet. Right. And so, like you said, the house is imploding on itself. And, of course, because of all the candles, it's right. not only imploding on itself, it also catches on fire. <laughs> it's like, shit. Who would have okay. thought it? It's all those candles. Yeah. And so we actually see Carrie get hit, like, hard in the head. Where right. she's, like, bleeding and she's stuff. She's like, ah, you know. And, and she falls back in the closet with mm-hmm. her mom and stuff. Right. And so the house is imploding on, his, on you know, on them. And then you see like the creepy Jesus statue. Right. And that's yeah. how that scene ends. Yeah, and the house just sort of just sort of sinks into the ground mm-hmm. more or less. Do you imagine being the neighbor? Right. Like you're I, I gotta move out of this I, weird yeah. town. Yeah. It's like that's <laughs> some weird stuff. This this town is just ain't right. I gotta get out of here. Right. So we're at the final scene. Yep. Close up on Sue Snell's house. And <clears throat> Sue is in bed and her mom is sitting next to her. And you could see Sue kind of tossing and turning. Yeah. And uh, Mrs. Snell gets a phone call, so she answers it. And she was talking about how, you know, oh, you know, I'm glad I'm glad that it's you. I couldn't handle another reporter type right. of thing. And she's just kind of giving some back stuff. So, um, you know, we find out that the Snells are going to go away for a while. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, so she's talking to this person and we see Sue's having this dream. Mm-hmm. And so the mom's talking about, you know, yeah, we're going to go away for a while. Um, she's doing fine. She's sleeping. But that's, you know, to be expected, the doctor said. <laughs> and in my personal favor, the doctor thinks that she, you know, after a while, she might not remember any of this. Yeah, she's young enough. She, she likely won't remember anything. Like, no. Are you kidding? She's, she's not a toddler. She's no, not one. She's 18. She's not a year old. Yeah, she's she is gonna going remember, to remember. Yeah, I'm going to remember all my friends effing died, yeah. you know, at the hands of, you know, this Carrie chick. Yeah, she will remember and she will mm-hmm. need a lifetime of therapy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so while that call's going on, we're in the middle of Sue's dream. And she's wearing this really nice, like, white dress, and she's got some flowers. Right. And she approaches, um, it's pretty much now a hole. And right. it's a for sale sign, and it, somebody wrote on there, Carrie burns in hell. And there's, right. like, all these, like, craters and things like that yeah, on it's top like of it. the remnants of what used to be Carrie's house. Mm-hmm. Only now it's, like, a bunch of, like, black, like, rocks, rocks yeah. and holes. And it's just, like, burnt to a crisp, basically. Yeah. So we see her. She, you know, walks down, and she goes to set the flowers by the, like that marker, and then all of a sudden you see this hand come up. Yep, this bloody it. hand. Yeah, you did. <laughs> bloody hand, and it grabs Sue. Well, that takes us out of Sue's dream, and now we're back in reality where it was the mom that was trying to hold Sue. Right. And she's like screaming and scared and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And that's how it ends. End scene. End scene. <laughs> so, what'd you think? Actually, pretty good. I've never actually seen that movie all the way through. I know. I've only ever seen it like bits and pieces. And now that I have seen it all the way through, I realize that I've never really actually finished the movie. Yeah. I I remember certain things, and I think it was probably one of those things. I'm one of those people, like if I'm channel surfing, unless it's like uh, something that I'm really, really into, if I come upon a movie... You know, I'll watch like a couple minutes of it yeah. and I move on. Like I'm one of those types of channel surfers. Right. I'll like so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so that's that's pretty much it. Right. 
So I do have some facts. Yes. Yay. All right. So the name of the high school is Bates High, a reference to Norman Bates from Psycho. Of course. In addition, the forward, forward note violin theme from Psycho is used over and over in the film. Oh, yeah. And you yeah. can, like, you hear it. It's like, oh, yeah, that was in Psycho. Yeah, you can pick it out. Nancy Allen, she's the she's the actress that played Chris. Okay. Um, she claims she never realized her character was going to be so evil until she saw the finished film. She thought she and John Travolta were playing such self-centered, bickering morons that they were there for comic relief. And then Seriously? What, yeah. And then what you were saying, Piper Laurie, who played Margaret White, um, also thought that the character Margaret White was so over the top that the film had to be a comedy. Yeah. See, that's something, I guess because I'm not an actor and I don't do this for a living, but that's something I don't understand is you hear actors and actresses and stuff say this sort of thing a lot. Yeah. Not a lot, but, you know, you'll hear it from them. Right. Well, I didn't realize I was filming a movie like that. Like, really? Like, you read the script, right? Right. I I just don't understand. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe, again, it's just something that I don't get because I'm not in, like, the club, basically, you know? Hey, guess how much Stephen King uh, was paid uh, for the movie rights to this? I'm going to go high and say, like, $10 million. No. 2500 that's it? Yep. Well, but I will say, I did read that this is actually his first movie was, adopted from a book. Of it his. was. And so it this was, really put him on the map. And this was also his first, uh, it was his first book. He yeah, said, this, this put him on the map as, a, as an author and, you know, like right. filmmaker, basically. Which, like he was saying, um, the, the 2500 may seem like a pittance, but he has no regrets. And he says, I was fortunate to have that happen to my first book. Yeah. And I was actually reading, I don't know if you've got this as a as a fact as well, mm-hmm. but he actually preferred the ending of the movie yep. over the ending of his book. Yep. And it sucks because I haven't read Carrie in so long that yeah. I don't remember how it ended in the book. I don't know. But you that know, was one of my favorite, that was definitely one of my favorite yeah. uh, Stephen King books for sure. You know, it's kind of interesting. So like in It, yeah. the, the new ones, you mm-hmm. know, that just came out, mm-hmm. in It too. You know, he makes an appearance in the movie. He makes an yeah. appearance in like um, almost. He all didn't these in movies. this one. Yeah. Oh, did he really? No, he didn't. Oh, didn't. Yeah. So he makes an appearance in it too. He's like a pawn shop. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. He runs a pawn shop, and he like talks about this guy's. One of the characters in it is yeah. also an author. Right. And he talks <laughs> about the guy, you know, the author and his latest book and this stuff. He's like, well, you know what? I kind of liked the ending of the movie better than the ending in your book. Right. And it Which was makes kind me of... kind of wonder if that's like a kind of a shout out to could Carrie have... or something. It could have been. But. So initially, PJ Souls, who she played Norma, you know, that had the hat. Right. She <laughs> was only. <laughs> yeah. So she was only cast for two weeks. But after she hit Sissy Spacek over the head with her red ba- uh, baseball hat. During the volleyball scene, Brian De Palma decided to keep her around longer. <laughs> I read that, and I also read that Edie McClurg, mm-hmm. her character was supposed to be non-speaking. Yeah, but she started ad-libbing, and the director was like, "Hey, go with it." Yeah, just keep that in. So. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Yeah, the prom scene took over two weeks to shoot and required a total of thirty-five takes. He's <laughs> thirty-five. Yeah, that's it though. Thirty-five. You'd think it would be a lot more than that for. Right. That's a complicated scene. I know. There's a lot going on. So this is kind of cool. So the actress that played Sue, uh, her mother in the movie is her mother in real life. So really? they got to play mother and daughter in the mo- in this wow. movie. Yeah. 
Betty Buckley, who played Mrs. Collins, mm-hmm. she was 28 at the time of uh, filming, only two years older than Sissy Spacek and three years older than Nancy Allen and PJ Souls, who play her students. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's just it. Like, you could really tell a lot of those, the people p- portraying the students in this high school, you could tell that they were quite a bit older than oh, the 18 yeah. and 17 year olds they were supposed yeah. to be. And I think you, I can't remember if you had mentioned this while we were recording or if we were watching the movie, but it says adding to the mother's psychotic character is the fact that none of the Bible passages in the film are real. Right. For example, she quotes Genesis chapter three to say that sexuality is evil. That chapter is actually the story of Adam and Eve eating the forbidden fruit. The Bible doesn't say anything the mother says it does. Exactly. Yeah. But no, that's exactly right. You know, they, yeah. they really kind of went over the top with that to try to, yeah. I guess, to drive home the mom was crazy. Yeah. Um, I'll do two more facts and then we'll we'll close it out. Um, so many of the girls present in the locker room were originally hesitant to appear nude in the film. Well, sure. <laughs> but after Brian De Palma showed them the nude shots of uh, Sissy Spacek, they became more confident. Which, so are they saying like, Oh, well, Sissy Spacek can do it. I guess I'm hot or I can do it. Well, Sissy Spacek is kind of wiry in this movie. She is, yeah. She's very lanky and wiry. I would have been like, that's good for Sissy Spacek, but I'm not Sissy, so I I will not be nude. I'm going to keep my clothes on, thank you very much. That's Uh, just me, though, I guess. Right. So to become Carrie, Sissy Spacek would intentionally avoid socializing with the other actors on and off set. She would stay in her trailer or hide in the corner or behind the set. Also, before this happened, she warned the other actors that although she loved them, she would be avoiding them so she could stay in character. She told them they would have so much fun together after the movie was finished. (laughs) Nice. Oh, one last thing, because of all the freaking slaps and all that kind of stuff. Dude, yeah, those slaps are crazy. So Brian De Palma wanted Betty Buckley to really slap Nancy Allen. Because Allen couldn't get the reaction De Palma wanted, Buckley ended up slapping her as many as 30 times. Holy cow. Yeah. What the? See, now that's where I start drawing the line. <laughs> I know. If I'm an actor and I start really getting punched and slapped and stuff, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? This is not worth it. I can go work a regular job like everybody else and mm-hmm. not get beat up. And then finally, so for her screen test, Sissy Spacek rubbed Vaseline into her hair and didn't bother to wash her face. She also wore a sailor dress, which her mother had made for her when she was in the seventh grade with a hem cut off. Nice. Yeah. There's, you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of facts. Oh, and yeah. also fun fact. So the actress that played Sue Snell mm-hmm. is uh, Steven Spielberg's ex-wife. Oh, nice. So, yeah. At that time, she was his ex. Her, mm. ugh, she was the ex, or no? Just at some point, they became married, and so in a 2010 interview with the AV Club, PJ Soul said that Steven Spielberg often came to the set at Brian De Palma's invitation. Because De Palma told him that there were a lot of cute girls down here. Soul said that Spielberg asked out most of the women on the set, Souls included, and Amy Irving, who played Sue, yeah. was the only one who accepted. Irving and Spielberg were married from 1985 to uh, 1989 and had one son together. Oh, so interesting. It's kind of cool. So, yeah. A lot of facts in that movie. Yep. Um, so... 
What do you want to use to rate this? Oh, gosh. Um, I feel... We can't use slaps, because we use that, I think, in Tombstone. Right, and you can't do the obvious thing with buckets of blood, I don't feel like. I feel like you should. We should use uh, something like candles. How many? How many? You use candles or exploding vehicles? Maybe we could do exploding vehicles. Nice. (laughs) Rolling exploding vehicles. Right. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Four and a half rolling exploding sedans. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Just chop the one sedan long ways. Nice. Yes. Um. I think I'm gonna stay this. I think I'm gonna do the same. Actually, yeah. I think I'll do give it five. Yeah. Wait. Okay. What is our scale? Five. Oh. Is the highest. Okay. Never mind. I'll go four. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That works. I for some reason I spaced and I thought we were doing a scale of one to ten. No. But uh, yeah, I think I'll. I, I don't. I don't really want to commit to like a perfect score. Okay. But I still liked it. Yeah. Um. So we already own this movie, but. Really, you could find this again, like on any of the streaming services. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, you can find it also on like Stars. Yeah. If you have it. Yeah. And I mean, really, with with any of these movies, if you're listening to this in October, these movies play fairly often on cable. Oh, for sure. So I bet you you'll find this thing playing on either A and E right. or maybe independent film exactly channel. IFC. Um, yeah. Who knows? Maybe even Freeform might even do it. I don't know. Maybe ever since the uh, ever since it went from uh, whatever it was before, like ABC Family. ABC. Yeah. Ever since <laughs> it went from that to Freeform, they've started kind of yeah being a little looser with some of the stuff they show. Right. So uh, yeah. So since this is going to be Stephen King month, um, you know, the next movie we're going to do is Stand by Me. Yep. Which is actually pretty good. That is good. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, though. Yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Oh, yeah. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.